perspective. Learn stories of success, avoid struggles they've met. Doctors of all kind come together to help you shine. So sit back, take it in, and it's great what you've been given on a doctor's perspective. Episode 154, Niche to Win at SEO. I'm your host, Dr. Justin Trosclair, and today, we're John Vong's perspective. Join 2017 and 18 Podcast Awards-nominated host and best-selling author on Amazon as we get a behind-the-curtain look at all types of doctor and guest specialties. Let's hear a doctor's perspective. Welcome back to A Doctor's Perspective. How are you enjoying this, dare I say, sporadic episode releases? Trying something new for 2020. Like I've said before, so let me know your thoughts. Also like your thoughts on the new music that is brought to you by Dr. Amy Arton, the songdepot.com. If you like it or have another genre that you would want to hear, reach out to her. She can help you out. I hope everyone's doing okay with the coronavirus. A lot of states are starting to open up a little bit. I hope your profession is considered essential and they let you do social distancing and wear masks and whatever necessary so that you can start treating patients again and not go broke. Speaking of not going broke, if you want to support the show, a doctorsperspective.net slash support. We've got everything from buying a cup of coffee to one-time easy PayPal button payments to uh, get free gifts like shirts and some of the books to monthly payments, all those types of things. And speaking of that, today's show is sponsored, Local SEO Search. We have the CEO on the show, and he's going to discuss all the things you need to know about SEO for 2020. It's a little bit different than I was expecting. Like I thought it was going to be, you know, write a blog post of 600 words and make sure you do the image attributes this way. And, you know, it actually kind of turned into a little bit of a business strategy, you know, and niching down and focusing your content on those niches that you want to rank for. And um, yeah, he'll go into a lot of detail with that. And I really appreciate him uh, being open and not really being like a big sales push or anything like that. It's just, here's content. If you like it, contact me. So he can be found at localseosearch.ca. All the show notes can be found at a doctorsperspective.net slash 154. Let's go hashtag behind the curtain. Live from Germany. And Toronto, Canada. Today on the show, we're going to discuss SEO from John Vong of Local SEO Today. He has over 160 podcast episodes talking about this. Uh, they're 4.9 star rated. I mean, come on. Can you get any better than that? So please welcome to the show, John. Well, thank you for having me, Justin. I'm excited to be here and uh, share some insights for you and your audience members. I am as well. And I just want to give a quick shout out. Yesterday was Mother's Day. I've got a wife and a kid. I just want to say how amazing my wife is. And the hot pot was amazing. And just give her a nice big shout out for this special occasion. So, ha. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, even on my end, I have a wife and child as well. And my great mom. I mean, um, everyone, they, they are amazing people. Let's give a shout out to all of them and treat them like gold. Oh. I mean, because they can do eight hours with your child at one sitting. And I'm like, mm, that's a tough day. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. all right. So that's a whole nother SEO conversation. 
mommy's burnout and uh, mommy daycare and all these other things. So, but we're going to talk about doctors today, doctor websites. You know, there's people out there that are like, SEO's dead. Do I have to, I should just pay to be on the top of Google because that's the only thing that's going to work. Potentially it's, hey, I just started or maybe I didn't realize I was supposed to care so much and their website's not that great. Or they maybe have a, a year or two worth of blogs, but they didn't do something or they could have done something. They need to pay or do it themselves to go backwards. And they're just not ranking high enough on Google. And potentially you could tell me, actually, the Google is not just the only player you should be working on. Here's some other ones that you need to work out. So really excited to pick your brain and um, maybe give you a little, where should we start with this yeah. SEO game? Yeah, I think the big thing is SEO is such a... Um a topic that business owners are scared and nervous because they've been either tricked and fooled before or they've tried people that guaranteed stuff. And therefore, they're kind of jaded, right? Like yeah. they don't know who to trust, uh, what to expect, and what it really means, right, for a business owner. Because just like advertising in general, um, People are so used to traditional ad media where you print something in a newspaper or flyer or you publish something in an ad format and you actually see your actual thing published, right? Going to the right audience members and then you can track the return, right? right. SEO is more behind the scenes and you don't really know what's really going on in the background. And then Google right. just released the new, they just changed the algorithm, I think in April. Is that true too? <laughs> Yeah, in May, there was a big algo update, and uh -oh. I, there's always updates. I mean, that's the, the beauty of this industry, right? Um, if you're doing eth everything ethically, everything by the books, everything to really run a really good business, you should be doing and replicating that storefront kind of practice retail outlet to the digital space so that you don't get impacted in as dramatic a way if you were to do things that were more gray hat or black hat right mm -hmm. so stay white hat stay on board and really just focus on delivering the best type of product and service to your clients and they will either like it or not but you'll know that very soon if you are you have a business long term or short term right so we know you're a business. This is what you do. So I'd like to know, like, what should we be doing on our own that we can, you know, implement right when we get off of this thing? And then we, we can definitely bridge into some things that like what you would actually do. Like, we're not all rookies that listen to the podcast. And so a lot of people are like, it's all about content. The, the, if you want headache patients, then you need to write articles about headaches. And then now you're going to have a whole bunch of keywords about headaches and your, you know, dot com slash headache relief or something. And now Google is going to like it. But I don't know. I think there's more to it than that. So what can we do? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. No, Justin, you got a, a really good point. So it, say you come from chiropractic, physio, you know, medical field, right? right? And depending on where you're at with your business. But first off, you have to run a really solid business. What I mean by that is you have to have business sense and you have to have a product or service where clients actually appreciate and want to continue using you for long term. Because if you're not running a good business, as much efforts as an SEO company or you trying to do it yourself digitally, you're not going to have the type of reviews reputation in the industry and market and signals what Google's looking for to keep you long term. So if you've been in business for a long time or starting off and you've studied, you went to school for 10, 15 years to become who you are as that expert, 
And now you have to learn to be the expert of that business, right? Brand or yourself. What I always tell people to do is focus on your business and really realize where you want to specialize. Where do you want to niche down? Do you want to be focused on back pain, sciatica, nervous break, you know, whatever, tennis elbow, whatever it may be, focus on that and be known for that in your industry or local market community. Mm -hmm. Once you dominate that, because patients tell you like, I, I got healed because of your treatment or whatever it may be. I, I felt better. I'm now letting people know, like you're getting references and word of mouth referrals, right? Because you're doing such a great job in that sort of, you know, focus niche. Then you know you have that specialty, right? Okay. Don't, don't think about that specialty when you first start. Let clients let you know what you want to be dictated to move towards. Because then you could then say, those are my ideal type of patients. And I love treating them because it feels way more rewarding and I'm passionate, passionate doing this stuff, right? So this is what I mean. Like early on, you might not even know what products and services you really want to focus on for the next 10, 20 years. But Sooner or later, you'll realize who that persona or ideal customer is, profile, and then move towards, I want to treat those type of people more. How do I get my name across for those type of people? So then that's when you want to look for an SEO company or ad campaign or whatever it may be to let people know this is what I want to focus on. All right. So let me see if I got it. If you haven't really had a strong strategy yet, or if you're definitely you're new in clinic, those first year or two, you might be doing anything you can, putting money to that Facebook, putting money in Google a little bit, trying to put out a couple of web pages, you know, all the conditions that you would treat and making a quality video in there. You know, you're doing a, a blog post with a video and a transcript and all this kind of stuff. You're just trying to get your, just let me get ranked on that first page. You're starting to see patients and eventually you start to say, you know what? I hate shoulders. I just hate them, but I like a knee. I like a knee and I like headaches. And then you find out that you're like, okay, let me write more stuff on that. Or I'm starting to see more patients in this. What do I do to develop my web page and my web presence and my social status in the community? And then at that point you say, okay, let me put some money behind uh, some SEO or some strategies or whatever on those two topics. That way I can really master that to the community even more than I already got. Exactly. Because honestly, what you want to do is you don't want to be a generalist because there's too many generalists out there, chiropractors, physio. But if you niche down to a specialty and it could be one, two, three or five different specialties within your clinic, right? Because there's too many multidisciplinary practices that are very broad in nature, right? But they don't really focus on a special list or a specialty, right? So the more specialized you are, the easier it is not just to rank, but then you're going to get those ideal customers that you really want to help and focus on. And it takes a while to even know. Like you might think you want runners and you're just like, they're so blah that you don't want them. And you're like, what else do I do that I'm passionate about? And then you figure that out. And that takes time, right? As right. a business owner, you always have to pivot. You got to always figure out like first year, first couple of years in practice, you take anyone and you're treating every single patient. But as you years go by, months go by, you kind of, you know, decide who you really want to help. What is the persona looking like as an ideal customer? Create that profile and then push content, 
create a strategy, even ad campaigns, right? Like on social or video or, you know, YouTube, whatever it may be. Like everything should be focused on once you know who you want to be known as and what specialty you want to really be known for and what type of clients that you want to attract. So let me ask you this. When we're doing uh, like a web page, like a, your own URL, like, you know, some people want to put their name of their clinic as the if it's not too long, I guess, as the .com. I have my own personal name as the .com because I figured, you know, I'll always be me regardless of where I am. At any point, would you change it to say Dr. Justin Cologne, Germany or Cologne.com? Or would you ever put like our um, Dr. Justin Headache Relief.com or anything like that to make it even yeah. more Google rich? Is that is that a thing or do you just advertise with it and redirect it back to your main site? Like, Is that a strategy? So because branding is so important, right? That title, that URL, you, you know, www, your name, right. um, people will perceive you of what special, like you're an expert for that given, you know, terms, right? Okay. So Google already knows which niche you are associated with. You just have to refine it. I would not buy a name just to go after that as a specialty, right? Okay. Focus on a big picture, Focus on, you know, attracting more because end of the day, it's a saleable brand that you want to eventually sell your practice, right? If it's just your name, it's very hard to sell, right? But if it's a generic kind of practice branded, right, and then that brand is then associated with this specialty, then at least people know what they're buying into, okay? Right? So depending on what your purpose is, right? Like if you are starting off, then you have to refine and figure out who you want to be known for as, right? As an mm -hmm. expert. But later on in the years, like five, 10 years down the road, like you may start looking at what's my exit strategy? What, what am I really wanting to do moving forward for the next five or 10 years? Is my goal to ramp up, grow the business or get more patient or sell it? Or are you just happy with status quo? Right. And a lot of people are just happy with that as well. Right. Yeah. What about pictures? Now, I've heard there's, you know, a lot of people are wasting opportunities with all the pictures that they put on their page because they don't put an ALT. Maybe they don't even put a caption. I mean, I don't think captions are always necessary, but to the point of naming your file before you upload it to your site to add in the ALT and the whatever the other one is, the subtitle or something like that. How important are those things? So it's all signals, right? And there's over 200 factors. So not only do you need to have landing page URLs, H1 tags, description, title, description, you know, just every single tagging, the more consistent and easy it is for you to display and let Google know this information, the more likely it would help the search engines to rank you, right? Okay. So it's another tag. Out image tags. Infographics actually have way more in-depth research statistics that can get amplified because the goal is to position yourself as the expert. No matter which website it is, which blog or service page, landing page that you create, which content piece, video, audio, infographic, images, you want depth. You want to be positioning yourself as the expert because if you're just putting out information to put it out, then you're a generalist. Mm. But the more information that well-researched, well-entailed with some resources and link backs and amplified messages from other sources, 
the better positioning you have, right? To then publish in, in hopes that maybe someone else will amplify and share it and, you know, retweet it or whatever it may be. Cause ultimately that's what you want more links for every, every piece that you have. Here's a question. I just thought of this. If you're a part of a uh, BNI group or a chamber of commerce, uh, networking group, you know, those. Yes. Okay. That could be anywhere from 15 to 30 different people. Maybe even more if you're in a really good BNI group, like 50. But anyway, everyone's going to have a webpage. Is it cool, like, if you were to have, like, a trusted reference part on your webpage and you just, like, image and URL, like, everybody in your group so you have, now you have 30 to 40 uh, backlinks to a local community? So that used to be very useful, uh, BNI and resource page, reference page uh, backlinks. But what Google is becoming more and more smart about, they have spiders, they know what's going on, mm-hmm. their algorithm, is it's all about niches. And you need to be positioning yourself in your own niche so that when there is an association that's geared towards chiropractor or physio, you need that article piece or a guest post written by some contributor or influencer or you publish it yourself linking back to your site. So the more specific niches it is related to your industry, the better of an impact it is than just a general sort of website. So a banking website or, you know, a gym website or restaurant website linking back to you has a very small impact versus someone that has a niche specific to the chiral physio websites. So the only way that would really work is if you know, and you're trying to niche down on supplements or nutritional advice, uh, intermittent fasting, and you're like, let's go to the restaurants. We can put some recipes. We can discuss these different things. Boom. Or if it's, you know, whatever, just something like that. Like if you can relate the back pain to somebody else's clinic, like a dentist, they're talking about uh, TMJ problems. You might write them an article, hey, how, how chiropractic might help. And then you backlink. Then maybe they could see a better correlation than just some, you know, a Mary Kay salesperson putting your name on their lab page. Like what does that have to do with anything? Exactly. Exactly. Because anyone could do that, right? Yeah. So what Google wants to do is make it harder and make it more genuine. And authentic, right? The the challenge about backlinks is it's and I always relate it to the real world, right? So how hard is it to get a referral or word of mouth kind of customer, right? You do a really good job, you let, amplify it, you let them spread the word, right? Typically then you may get some referral patients, right? New patients come in. Very similar to the online digital world. It's very hard to position yourself in order for you to then reach out or pitch. Right. Let people know um, that you're an expert in this domain niche and they want a, a piece of our article or something from you. Right. Because that's what the strength of backlinks should be. Right. Versus anyone just buying it or being a part of BNI. Right. Like Chamber of Commons backlinks are pretty powerful just because they have a business community association that's very strong, very high DA. But if you look at like the BNI stuff, I've never came up in the in their directory. Like, you know what I mean? It's always allmds.com or one of those massive directories. You'll just show up yeah. on. You're like, what's your MPI number? Why is that on top? You're like, come on. <laughs> but that's what happens. And I know that's what you're talking about. Like, it's good, but at the same time, it's not ranking like it used to. Exactly. It's the same thing as citations, right? You put yourself in all these different directories Mm. and there's good directories that are good for your industry and niche. And there's ones that are irrelevant. So why even put them in the irrelevant ones? Because it's not even tied into your category, right? 
So why even waste your time and resources going after them when you should just focus on building your clinic and practice really good and position yourself as the expert? That brings up another interesting comment that I might have that I think is interesting. Uh, When you're buying spaces on Google, you're advertising cologne chiropractic might cost five or six dollars a click. I mean, I'm just guessing. I don't know. That's pretty expensive. But if you niche down, like you're saying, you have landing pages specific for sciatica. Well, there's going to be a lot less searches for sciatica chiropractic cologne. But that's what you should be targeting because you'll be more likely to rank not just generic chiropractic, but an actual condition. And that'll cost that'll save you money as well as rank better. Is that what I'm hearing as well? Exactly. So not only from ads, ads are the easiest way. Like if you want to see how a campaign's going to run, throw money at ads, right? Before you really focus on a long-term strategy, right? So say Facebook, Google ads, Instagram, or LinkedIn or whatever, right? You put together a campaign, wonder, like seeing if there's offers that you can pitch because really ads are you're pushing people at a, an offer in hopes that they will use you versus someone else, right? And you're pushing versus someone else being in control. And with SEO, people are more inclined to do their own due diligence and research and have multiple touch points, right? Versus an ad where they're at the top, yes, but people are much more savvy today. Users are much more savvy, right? And they typically don't click on the ads more so than that map and below the map. And that's why it's so powerful for SEO to position yourself as that expert for those different conditions and treatments that you offer versus just a generic term and, you know, chiropractic or chiropractor. Mm -hmm. What can we do or where can we go for things like, uh, like, like I think SimilarWeb is one of those, for web ranking, site speed, page audits, how you rank in SEO compared to your competition. You know, you put your web page in, you look at it, then you put somebody else's in there that you know is advertising or is, is beating you on, you know, Google or Bing. And you're like, crap, what are they doing? How are they beating me all the time? Like, what are some sites or even your own, if that's what you do, where we can just sort of get a, get a feel for how we are doing and what should we do better? Yeah. So there's a lot of tools for a lot of different purposes, right? Google has a lot of tools themselves that are free, like the site speed one. Google Search Console is great for making sure that everything's submitted properly. Um, And then, of course, for backlinks, there's tools to see how your backlink is doing compared to your competitors. But overall, on-page audits, there's a lot of free ones as well, right? The, the, The thing about these tools and understanding this whole SEO industry is um, as a business owner, you're already busy, busy trying to perfect your art of knowing what works and what you want to be known for. SEO is a whole industry on its own, just like chiropractors, chiropractors, physiotherapists, dentists, MDs, you name it, right? So people go to school for many years to really refine that art and trade, right? And yes, there's tools and software for it. But even if you subscribe and you pay hundreds and thousands of dollars a month to monitor all this, who's actually going to implement and do this to the site, right? Even if you have a team or yourself doing it because you're strong in the tech world, it's like, how do you incorporate this information? And what does it really mean for you? Because even if you rank well for certain terms, does it really drive you the right type of clients that you're intending, right? And this is where SEO agencies either get it or they don't get it, right? I'm more 
like I deal with a lot of business owners and I get to the point because honestly, all they care about is sales, revenue and profitability. Like yeah. my, what's my return on investment, right? Yeah. If I'm spending $1,000, I need $5,000 because I have tons of overhead, I have all these expenses and yes, I need margin. Yeah, you better provide. Right? <laughs> right? A good ROI. So this is what I mean. Like as much as there's tons of tools, like I use Ahrefs, Moz, SEMrush, and then tons of like keyword research tools, tons of content tools. I mean, with all these software and tools, as a chiropractor or physiotherapist or any health professional, it's like doing an audit for a chiropractor, right? You don't know until you actually have been doing it for so long and you have to figure out like, what are we comparing with? What is your optimal health? It's like, even though you are running good as a website, is it generating you traffic or who are we comparing it with? Is it your main competitors or who cares about who they are? Figure out what you want to be known for, right? Mm-hmm. And position yourself. And that's why I keep talking about like becoming an expert in your own domain and figuring the, that out so that you don't have to worry about anything else, right? Like just focus on what you're good at. Work with someone that is really good at that because then you can make more money focusing on what you love and letting other people who are really good at what they do deliver on those results. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) When I do my own Google website, I see errors. I'm like, well, I don't know how to fix that. You know, I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Go on Fiverr and be like, here, have access to everything and fix it for $5, somebody in the, you know, the Philippines or something. Or do you, are you able to fix these? You know, if you go on Google and you type everything in, you're like, man, your site is dragging. That's a 15 second load time. Are you able to fix some of these issues? Yeah. So with our agency, how I started this company was really, um, I worked at Yellow Pages for five years before I started this company in 2013. As you know, Yellow Pages was a printed directory trying to transition to digital with a directory, but Google kind of dominated and took over because they kind of replaced what Yellow Pages did very well, right? When someone's searching, it's keywords, categories, and then the white page, which is the branded search. So when I came into this, it's more of a relationship play that I started because I knew business owners were just not inclined to this whole digital space, right? Not every business owner is savvy enough to understand what is, how, how do I fix this backend meta tags, description to on-page site speed, code, schema sitemap, all these backend stuff, right? Versus all I want to do is focus on what I do and love and I'll hire someone to do it. Because if you're doing that well in business, you should be able to afford to at least pay somebody to get this done because you don't need to be the expert in it. Just pay somebody. You have the money. Exactly. And I always refer to like any sort of trade, right? You're going to use a roofer. You're not going to hire a handyman to do roofing. You could. You could. could. But... Exactly, right? So it's the same thing. We specialize in SEO and I kind of refined the process over the years. So I've been using working in with this agency for seven years. I started this agency and I really focus on a lot of pillars like content pillar, link pillar, technical pillar, and then development like and the SEO pillar, right? There's a lot of different p- sub pillars within that yeah. and a lot of software, a lot of operational stuff that needs to be talking to each other mm-hmm. um, and even one person cannot do what a team of 20 30 people can do right so if you look at yourself 
and say, look, I just, all I care about is more patience. And I, I want to help, you know, scale my business. I want to grow with new customers, but my type of clients. I know who they are. And these are, you know, these, this is what I'm looking for. So then you go out and find a good relationship with someone that you can trust because you're going to give access to everything right with an seo company and you got to know who they are and what their background is and someone that you you respect as an expert right yeah don't crash my site if i don't like your work and i want to fire you <laughs> exactly so it's 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 a relationship play right and it's a long-term strategy not like ads where you can play around with different ads different mediums like social media or Google ads and have different landing pages and play around with creatives and contents. That is more offers, right? If you're product play, it makes sense, right? But if you are trying to grow your business and you've been running a business for a couple of years and you kind of know what you want to be known for, position yourself. And this is the key about SEO, position yourself for the long term, 5, 10, 20 years down the road. So then you are getting a ton of inbound leads with the type of clients that you really want to go after because everything in a, is alignment from content to media to all the amplification on every single site that you have and own, right? It's consistency as well. How do you find a company that's bad or what are we looking for in a bad company? That we should, you know, pitfalls to look out for when you're hiring an SEO company. When I started this company, um, I made a lot of mistakes because I didn't know how to really position myself. I knew there was a need and, and demand for a, a better ROI for my old clients at the Yellow Pages, right? So they reached out and basically said, I want to move away from Yellow Pages because I was spending a lot of money. I was getting less return on investment. And I know this Google thing is where a lot of people are spending a lot more time and um, I, I want to be found there. So that's where I knew there was a, a need and I, I fulfilled that need, right? Um, so when you look at offering a product or service as an SEO agency, I never promise the, anything because Google has too many factors, right? All I can tell people is I'm going to follow their best practices and what I've done with my track record and my references, and you can call and reach out to any of my existing and old clients is do the best I feel would be to partner with a company, like a, a business and amplify their message to make them become more visible mm -hmm. on search, right? With an SEO agency is to rank for a lot of certain keywords, variations, but those keywords are a direct correlation to what you want to be known for as a specialist, right? So when you work with someone that actually can refine that message and help you position yourself as that expert in your niche, then at least you are in alignment with the same goals, right? And it may take time because um, I've seen, depending on which market you're in, which keywords you're going after. Um, I've seen clients rank in a couple months and I've seen clients rank in a couple years, depending on the market, right? right. Um, so you have to be honest about that. And I tell people and they always say, how long will it take? Right? That was, that was my question. How long should I expect to pay you? <laughs> how, how long does it take? And is this an ongoing basis or is it a one-time basis? And I always tell people like SEO since I started seven years ago, and this industry has been around for 10, 20, probably 20 years, 
Google has changed their algorithm on a daily basis to keep refining on trying to provide the best user experience so that they will continue getting ads. You know, people, business owners continue spending money for, for, on Google, right? right? So if their purpose is to drive the best users experience, like match that business with the users that are actually seeking them out and you are trying to position yourself as an expert or authoritative figure, we're going to continually always have work. Like there's always going to be work and tweaking and changing the message and always adapting to the shifts of what Google's looking for, right? So it is an ongoing basis, but it's also to position yourself as the expert, right? Because you never know what your competitors are doing either. Is there ever a point where, I don't know, like I've got five articles that are, what, 500 to 1,000 words? We should ask that question, like what's a good length of a blog article, but let's just say 500 words. I've got six killer articles on each condition that I want to or each type of subspecialty that I want, like my niche. All right, you've helped me with that. We've got that taken care of. These are evergreen articles and videos and all this kind of stuff. At what point do we say, hey, man, You've done your job. I think I think we're good. Or maybe I need to hire someone that does more like ad management now because everything else on my end is, is great. So I guess there's that question. And then can you set it up to where like, look, I'm going to pay you for three months of work, fix my, fix my website, make it awesome. And then that's all I want from you. I'll handle it from here. It just, I just too much work to do and I'm not going to do it. Is that a option that you provide or how's that play out? Yeah, with SEO, it's more of an ongoing basis because if you think about what you just talked about it's like a a one-time fix Mm -hmm. right and yes you're ranking at that time after three months or six months or whatever but what happens afterwards because what's going to happen is google is constantly updating the algorithm and there's competition so people do drop yes if you so i could pay you four thousand dollars get it awesome over the next three or four months and this time next year i'm gonna be like well, this guy's not any good. I lost my ranking. And it's like, well, because you didn't do anything over the last last eight months. Like it takes... Exactly. It's because you're always trying to position yourself as the expert, right? And if you're not constantly optimizing, there's someone else that's going to overtake you because they are optimizing or they're hiring another agent. Because you have to have fresh content. Just like you need to have fresh reviews every month. It's not just the fresh, it's like the ongoing basis of backlinks and understanding, refining the content because skyscrapers, you need to put out the best content depth-wise, not just evergreen, um, and don't focus on length, focus on quality, depth, well-researched. There's no number. I would say focus on what you feel would be known as this is going to make an impact. And the longer, more depth, the better. So thin content, I would really avoid um, because if you're the user yourself and it's only one or two paragraphs and it doesn't really get to the point, right? Versus someone that actually put in the time and spent hours writing, you know, two or three thousand words and it's a couple pages and they really go into real detail. Who are you going to work with? Yeah. Even if they don't read it. Yeah. Someone that actually put in the time and effort to really put that together or someone that kind of just did an overview. Okay. Before we jump into the personal side of the interview, because that's right. We always love to ask these questions. 
Is there a good story that you have of like a testimonial where you rocked it for a for a client and they, you know, because it all, unless it's just a, a point click, you know, Spotify, it's a doctor's office. You can get the phone to ring, but it's up to me to convert. Whatever word you want to use for doctor's offices, patient comes in, they still have to come in a few times. You still have to make your money back and it's up to the doctor to get that done. But um, any good testimonials of like, this is the power of, of what I can do for clients? Yeah, I've I've seen a lot of uh, my existing clients get really good ROI, right? So, you know, reducing their ad spend and able to really focus on their type of clients that they want to go after and really amp that up, right? So scale that way. So, I I mean, I I don't want to say anything about my company, but you can always check out the references, right? And and call people, call actual businesses to double check Right, because end of the day, anyone can put anything on their own website testimonials. Mm-hmm. But it's the third-party review sites that actually go into depth, and you can actually see if they're lying or not. Right, and that's where the power is. Focus on trying to get third-party reviews. Don't put it on your own website because anyone can make up what uh, reviews on there, yeah. and just run a really good business. Right, because people can, they know if you're honest or not, and if you're in it for the right reasons or not, right? And just be fair. I'm a genuine, authentic, someone, person, business owner, but I'm real, right? And I'll let people know, like, I don't want to work with someone that is not the same sort of core values as myself, right? And that's okay. You can walk away from it, right? As much as someone interviews me to work with me, I interview them to see if they're a sound business or not. And 160 podcast episodes, let me tell you, that's a commitment. <laughs> I mean, I don't care if it's once a week or once a day. Like, that is a powerful commitment to a craft and to a specialty that you want to give to the community for free, for the most part. Exactly. I mean, that's, that speaks volumes, in my opinion, as well. What's the webpage? What, how can people reach out to you anyway? Uh, so my company is called www.localseosearch.ca. We're based in Toronto, Canada. Uh, but we service pretty much every every market around the world, right? Uh, English speaking. English speaking. Yes. <laughs> Before we uh, end the interview, let's let's ask the questions that I just love to know. We like to take vacation. Sometimes it's hard to get away. You're a business owner. We want to stay married. Typically, if we're married, you know. So how do we take vacation? How do we keep the love alive in our relationships? What's what's your uh, wisdom for us today? Um, I always uh, put it in my calendar and personal is always first. So date night to vacations to family time goes in my calendar and business will come afterwards. Meetings will always come afterwards. And I have to take care of what is the most important thing in my life, which are the people that really push me to become who I am, right? And is there any way to make a better work-life, home-life balance? You put scheduling, you know, but golly, it's, it's still difficult because, you know, you got so much work to do. You got to manage all these employees. Is there any other tips for that? Yeah. So what I've done over the years is have managers manage, right? So things that you don't like doing you should hire for and focus on what you really enjoy doing, right? And therefore, your your time, cost, opportunity cost, much more valuable doing things that you love and the ones that, things that you don't like, like accounting or things like operations or whatever it is, dealing with people, HR, hire people for it. 
Let others do it. Just like any business, you want to scale. Focus on all the positives and let other people who are great at what they do and their art, let them focus on it so that you can devote more time on what your passions are. Very good. Any books, podcasts, or anything like that that we should uh, we should know about? Um, I focus uh, a lot in the SEO world. So again, there's a lot of marketing, I would say. So Seth Godin, Gary V books, as well as you know, for me, I I follow Neil Patel. I follow Rand oh, Fishkin. I, I follow all these uh, SEO people, but I also am in the end, right? So with all the softwares like Ahrefs, SEMrush, Moz, like all these industry stuff, like Search Engine Land, Search Engine World, all of them are related to SEO. But overall, I also have a very strong passion in health, right? So the last six months, I've been learning every single diet from vegetarianism to keto to, you know, paleo to carnivore, you name it. Right. Just so that what would be good fit for myself, right? So just educate yourself. If you have an interest, learn about it and then figure out if it's suitable for you and your, your, yourself, your family, if it's a good lifestyle choice or not. I love it. And what was your webpage one more time? LocalSEOSearch.ca. Wonderful. We all know that the show notes will have everything. I'll let you know what the, the number is uh, once it's all put together. So it'll be .NET slash, you know, 154 or something like that. And all the show notes, the transcript will be there. John, thank you so much for taking the time and giving us the information and helping us hopefully have a passion for what we're doing and why we need to refine it. And uh, definitely check out your site for uh, a website audit and other good information that you have out there so that we can uh, make a decision on hiring you or whatever needs to happen so that they can get better ranking more naturally. Awesome. Well, thank you for having me, Justin. It was a lot of fun. Another great interview has ended. While you're on your phone, click that review button. Write up a nice review for me. Five stars if you could. As everyone says in the industry, it'll help other people to find us when we have enough rankings. Not to mention, I'll mention you and your review on an upcoming episode. If you follow me at all on Instagram, you know you only get one link. So I use a link tree. And so it's a doctorsperspective.net slash links with an S. And that's going to give you everything you need to know. The top episodes of 2017 and 2018, the podiatry series, dentist, acupuncture series, holiday 2017, financial series, how to write a review, how to support the show like buying a cup of coffee, getting swag like t-shirts, the Today's Choices Tomorrow's Health book, that's the blueprints for better health, exercise, picking food correctly and financial, and then of course bundle packs which can get you the no needle acupuncture book, 40 common conditions including the electric acupuncture pin at a great deal. The resources page has some of the products that I like. It's a affiliate style. So if you buy something from them, I get a piece of that. Just like on the show notes pages, if you buy a book from clicking that link, I get a small piece of that as well. So I really appreciate that. Things like Screencast-O-Matic, PureVPN, Missing Letter, JLab Speakers, ProLone Edge or Hawk Grips. Uh, once again, if you do need any coaching on how to improve some of your blood work, drop weight and the ProLone diet, fast mimicking diet, five-day plan, let me know as well as if you just need some coaching, whether it's health, whether it's marketing, whether you need some practice growth, etc. reach out. Facebook, Justin Trosclair, MCC. Of course, 
out of doctorsperspective.net on the top right. You got all the social media icons that you can imagine. Click your favorite and reach out. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please tell a friend, pass it along. You can go to .net slash listen. It's just that easy. It'll open up right in your app. And don't forget, I appreciate you. Listen, critically think, and integrate. See you on the mini-sodes on Thursdays and Saturdays. Hope you're enjoying those. I'm definitely having fun summarizing these podcasts in less than 10 minutes for you. You get the nuggets without having to waste your time. Have a great week. We just went hashtag behind the curtain. I hope you will listen and integrate what some of these guests have said. By all means, please share across your social media, write a review, and if you go to the show notes page, you can find all the references for today's guest. You've been listening to Dr. Justin Trostclair, giving you a doctor's perspective.